Have you been considering taking your horse or Western photography passion to the next level? Hi, it's Kara with Cowgirls with Cameras, and I want to tell you about our Cottonwood Ranch photography experience in August. This experience is a workshop, portfolio builder, business clinic, and gathering set in the majestic scenery of the Nevada mountains. This event is learning intensive and full of shooting opportunities that feature ranch work, western horses, cowboys, cowgirls, horses, and dogs. You'll walk away feeling more confident in your camera, editing, and business skills, shoot a few thousand images, and gain new friends in the process. Our events are always focused on collaboration over competition, and our three instructors, myself, Kim Beer, and Phyllis Burchette, are all deeply passionate about seeing you reach your photography goals. To learn more about this event and other photography adventures we have coming up, head over to cowgirlswithcameras.com. It's time to laugh, learn, and take your photography to the next level with your favorite Cowgirls with Cameras, Kara, Kim, and Phyllis. Welcome to the Cowgirls with Cameras podcast. I'm Kim with Kim Beer Photography and Be More Business. I'm Kara with Fast Horse Photography. And I'm Phyllis with Phyllis Burchette Photo. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, good morning. I am scratching mosquito bites. We were just talking about that earlier, but they are intense in Florida and they're giant right now. And when I walk the dogs around the neighborhood, they're following me. They're following me on photo shoots and I feel like I can't get enough bug spray. And we've reached that time in Florida where we're almost a miserable already. Uh, <laughs> All, we're almost there. I think we had a record high yesterday here. It was like 87 or 88. And I feel oh. your pain, although the, not so much with the biting flies as the ticks. So, And they're the teeny tiny ones like that you yes, are hard to find. Yes, the ones that you yeah. can't see that are like yeah. the size of a freckle. Right. <laughs> that <laughs> yes. you think is a freckle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had those too. <laughs> mm, I hate ticks. Ticks are just nasty little bugs. We have, they're out here too. And it gets me because they don't seem to die as much as they used to. In other words, there seems to be more of them here in Missouri anyway, but it's a constant battle here for us. And it's been a little chilly yet for full on flies, but it's coming. I know it's coming. (laughs) Well, what's everybody been up to? Uh, Well, I... I kind of feel like a little bit of a broken record since I'm still here in the office working on website updates, uh, trying to get everything uh, ready for, well, actually, it looks really awesome what Denise has done so far. I'm still slow in getting her all the pictures she needs to update my website. I'm still working on art submissions for my publishers and the new publisher, getting some old stuff from a old publisher together for them, (laughs) keeping up with social media, just, you know, Blah, blah, blah. Same old thing. Uh, We've had some really bad storms, I guess, as most of the country has moving across. And it's just thankfully nothing too bad here around my house, but some bad stuff, obviously, west of us and north of us. But in my thoughts and prayers go out to all those that have been affected by these resulting tornadoes and the loss of life. It's really sad. I'm not sure if Kim has had any of the same issues we've had. I'm sure everybody has except for Kara. How about you, Kara? <laughs> no, it's been pretty and sunshiny here in Florida, but it's been just absolutely terrifying to watch. I mm. um, tend to work with either the news on or some kind of 
brainless show while I'm editing here in the studio, but lately I've been watching the news and this, like it's on right now, I'm looking at it, the deadly tornado outbreaks and, mm. and it's just been so scary. And I've been thinking about all my friends and my photography buddies that are, you know, I'm kind of messaging them and checking in with them. I think I even sent a message to you yesterday, Kim. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you surviving? I'm worried about you. I didn't get that. Just FYI. <laughs> you didn't get the message? You responded no. to me and said you had hail. <laughs> oh, I must have been half asleep. I don't even know when you sent that. I don't see how you can remember anything with your schedule, Kim. <laughs> I honestly, that's that's been my issue. I, I have been um, yeah. been in the twilight zone for the last two weeks because I've been in my master's training for my Gestalt program, which is very intensive. I mean, it's emotionally intensive. It's learning intensive. It's it's just intensive and it's away from home. So I was in Colorado for eight days and then I came back home and went straight into another training for my hypnosis program that I'm going to be completing here soon. So all of these things to help people get more confidence and get out of their own way in business, art, and life, I am sacrificing for all of you <laughs> out there in the world. On another note, Kim, I can't wait to be your guinea pig for the hypnosis. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm getting good about the only things left really were doing regression, like regressed memories in the next couple of weeks. So it's fascinating. I truly have enjoyed this training. And the master's level gestalt program was awesome this time around. But it, that said, I have not been in my office for almost two weeks. And, and I got back home Sunday night and I immediately, and we're recording on a Thursday, just so you know, but I got back in and just hit the ground running, had a full slate of customer calls because there, of course, I have clients that are waiting for me to get back home because I was off for that time. And I just, I haven't slept. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm running on almost no sleep. <laughs> so that's, uh, if I sound a little weird this morning, that's the reason why. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you back, and it's good to see your face. How about you, Kara? What have you been up to? I'm in photo album design hell right now. I'm just going to put it out there like that. It's like endless photo album design work. But that's what happens when you offer products you know, to your clients. And I love offering products to my clients, but the photo albums have been a big hit this last year. And I think it's because I got some new samples in my studio and they're really pretty and people see them and they want them. So kudos to that, I guess. But I've been designing a ton of photo albums. I've been designing graduation announcements because it's that time of year. I've had all the last minute, just kind of the last of the equestrian senior portrait sessions have been happening over the last couple of weeks. So gearing up for their viewing and ordering appointments, and then we've got to design their grad announcements so they can get those sent out and sent out to their friends and family and announce their exciting graduation. And, but with that comes the product orders. And a lot of times for me, it's photo albums and wall art and that sort of stuff. So I've been working on that. I've also been shooting some cute full sessions. Kim, Phyllis, did I see you had a full session the other day? Was that you? Uh, yeah, and I haven't even looked at them yet. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, okay. Well, I, th I thought I saw you had had one, but yeah. I've been doing full sessions. I've got a couple of full sessions next week, which I love. Those are always just super casual and fun. And I've been doing a, a lot of cowgirls with cameras behind the scene work this last week too. So just trying to keep things moving there. And we so, appreciate yeah. that too. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's it sounds like we've all been really busy. Kim, it's great to have you back. It's good to see both of your faces since Kim was gone. We all kind of took a break from seeing one another and getting caught up. So it's good to see everybody. Before we get started on today's topic, I just want to take a moment to remind all of our listeners that if you are looking for your next photography adventure, definitely head over to cowgirlswithcameras.com and navigate to our events. We have some great events coming up that still have openings. So you are not too late to get into some of them. One of them is our Trappers Lake Lodge adventure. It's out in Colorado. It's at this beautiful location. It's very scenic. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's one of the events I'm most excited about this year. We also have our Cottonwood Ranch equine photography experience which is in Nevada. It's at an amazing location as well with a great family, incredible scenery to photograph and horses to photograph. And it comes with that added element of photography education and mentorships are included in that as well. And then the other one that I'm thinking of right now, I believe is your Art of the Cowgirl, the uh, Montana. Can you talk a little bit about that, Phyllis? Yeah, it's uh, the 1st of June in Big Timber, Montana. And we've got a couple of really great uh, ranch locations set up. The Native Cowgirl, of course, their ranch, the Lazy 6-9 Ranch. And they have, they breed uh, half drafts and we'll be there one day. And then we're also going back to the Hagerman Ranch. And I guess I'll let everybody know, I'm really excited about what they have. We're going to be photographing a branding for them that morning. So oh, I'm really excited. Cool. And of course, the event itself is going to be cool. They've got, a, I think, a ranch rodeo going on and I think Saturday night. So it's going to be a jam-packed full of photography and fellowship and laughter weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. So there's really no reason for... People, if you want an adventure, the opportunity is there for you. If you want to shoot something different, you want to really be able to focus on your portfolio building, you want to be able to have fun, do something new with your camera, test out some new things, and build community and partnership, there are opportunities out there for you. So definitely head over to cowgirlswithcameras.com and head to our events page and find the one that's the best fit for you. So what are we talking about today, Kim? We are talking about mentors today. And this is a very interesting topic, I think, for a lot of people. I spoke with a woman yesterday who actually found me through the Gestalt program. She was talking to one of the my fellow Gestaltists and mentioned that she wanted to learn about photography. And that fellow Gestaltist referred her to me. And we spent a little bit time talking yesterday. And, and she's excited to dip her toe into photography. But she's a little lost in all of the myriad of choices there are out there and camera equipment and is it go mirrorless go DSLR I mean it's just a world of things and so I spoke with her about mentorships and it's uh, so this is a very timely topic for my life and and kind of what I've been experiencing lately and I'll tell you one of my favorite things in the world to do is be a mentor for another photographer how about you guys yeah, I would agree. I think I've found a lot of personal reward as well, like being able to work with other photographers. And I don't know, like, it's just there's something incredible about sitting with someone that's passionate, but maybe doesn't have all the stepping stones in place to get to the next level and then being able to help them with that process and then seeing them grow and flourish. And there's a quote, and maybe you guys can help me with it. It's something about when the tide rises, we all rise with it. 
or the boats rise with it or something along those lines. And that I, when I think about that quote is how I think about mentorships and the fact that that's a way that we can help pull each other up, but also how we can help pull the photography industry as a whole up by bringing more professionalism, by helping people meet their goals, whatever that goal may be in their photography, in their photography dream. Well, maybe we should start out by just kind of defining what a mentor really is. That's <laughs> yeah. a good idea. Well, a mentor is an experienced person who can act as an advisor to another individual or to their mentee. <laughs> I always thought that was an odd word, mentee, but uh, mentee. for some reason, I always think of something <laughs> Sounds else. Sounds like a breath mint. I, that's what I was going to say. I always <laughs> think of breath mints when I say the word mentee, but that is the official word for the person that you're mentoring is your mentee. Yeah. But it's somebody who can provide their mentees or their students or their clients with the tools, guidance, support, and feedback they need to thrive in their career, or even if it's just as a enthusiastic hobbyist for whatever they're doing. But most of the time, we as mentors are helping people thrive in their business career. But it's someone who's been down the same road that their mentees are on currently and, and can advise them on what they have done and what's worked for them. So I just like to speak a little about what about what I think being a good mentor or teach and or teacher is about. And first off, for me, it's communication and listening to the needs of your students and understanding their skill level so that you can adapt to their goals and be constructive in order to encourage them and not discourage with constructive criticism. I think adaptability. I think I said that right. I don't know why I have a hard time with that word. Adaptability. <laughs> <laughs> By that, I mean being able to go with flow because sometimes things don't go the way you think they're going to go. And of course, it's that way in life too. So, And patience is a big one because it may take one person longer to learn a skill than another one. I know for me, I learn way better by doing something than by being told what to do. So having that hands-on experience is really important. And having real-world experience, obviously, and a love of learning is a key for me because I still love to learn too. So I think that's a great way to pass on that passion to your students. And I think as we all know, because we've been in the same place, having empathy for our students, our mentees is important because uh, we all know what it's like starting out and the trials and tribulations of being a beginner, either photographer or just struggling as a new entrepreneur. So I think we can all bring that to our mentees and being I'm passionate about about learning and about passing about my about what I do. I'm passionate about photography. So I think that enthusiasm about what you're teaching will relate to your students and have and like Kara said, having students that have that same passion and enthusiasm always relates to me too. So and another thing I think is being very approachable and non judgmental so that they understand there are no stupid questions. I know when I was first starting out as a as a beginning or hobbyist photographer, I was afraid to ask questions in a group of what I thought were more knowledgeable photographers. But when I finally had the courage to ask a question, I found out the others were thankful and that I stepped up and had the courage to ask the same questions that they were afraid to ask because they were like, oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. So I think being approachable for your mentees is and so that they understand that you're not there to judge, you're there to help and that they can ask you anything. And obviously, the, the no-brainer of that would be to be knowledgeable and an expert in your field, as well as a good role model, is of really high importance. So, Kara, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. I think the big thing for me is I think about 
you know, as a photographer, as a horse photographer, as a business owner, I think about how a mentor can help me grow my photography or how it can help other photographers grow their photography. Um, And there are several ways that I think should be considered. The first is guidance. Nothing beats working with someone who has already walked down that road, right? They've already been down that path that you want to head down. Nothing beats that. You know that your mentor has already made the mistakes. They've survived them that they can help you avoid the same mistakes that they made and hopefully save you time, save you money, save you heartache. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Is to like try to avoid some of the falling in all of those potholes as you're going down that road because somebody's already kind of paved that and they can show you the best way to get there. So, or give you some advice on that. I love what you were talking about. Like I'm a hands-on person too. So sometimes just having someone show you how something is done. You can watch all the online classes, all the webinars, all the tutorials you want, but absolutely nothing beats sitting with someone and working with them one-on-one to show you how something is done. And then taking that step further and letting you do it yourself, but being there as a supportive guide or to help you avoid the mistakes. I mean, we all learn to use our cameras by using our cameras, right? By standing there and touching the buttons and doing the things, not by watching someone do it on TV or on the computer and then going out and doing it. Like maybe there was a little bit of that, but the key is a lot of times most of us are hands-on. So the next thing I think about is confidence building. A mentor can help support you through your process, but by you doing the work and working with them through the problem, through the problem areas in a supported fashion, you're still doing the work. And that to me is confidence building. Like, look what I did. Yes, I had help. Yes, I had someone guide me, but I did it. And that to me is huge in terms of like mind shifts, and confidence building. So mentors can really kind of help you shift your perspective and understand, as Kim will probably want to talk about, why you do what you do, you know, help you figure that part of it out. So if you've got something that's holding you back, well, why do you do that? Let's talk through some of that. Are you a professional photographer that's been struggling with your marketing? Well, have we got the solution for you? Both Kara and I have had the privilege of working with this week's podcast sponsor, That's right, Phyllis. This week's podcast is brought to you by Storm Lily Marketing and Take the Reins, a one-to-one coaching program for equestrian entrepreneurs. If you're a photographer who's already tried piecemealing your marketing plan by taking a little of this and a little of that from a quick Google search, or even mimicking what you see your competitors doing online, but you just can't seem to crack the code on how to weave together social media, website, and email marketing to get the right people to book your services. Strategic marketing coach Denise Alvarez created Take the Reins for You. It's time to ditch the marketing overwhelm and finally have a clear plan so you can book new customers and clients online. Take the Reins is a personalized one-to-one coaching program for equestrian entrepreneurs who want to create a cohesive social media, website, and email marketing plan in three months. With Denise as your coach, you'll create a personalized social media content plan, uplevel your online customer's website experience, and develop a doable email marketing strategy. If you're ready to take the reins in your photography business, head to stormlily.com backslash reins. I think that mentors can also, and this is one of the things that I feel like we have so many aha moments with when we're working with mentees, 
tell us about the things you don't know, because a lot of times you don't know what you don't know, right? It seems silly, but that's the truth. And a mentor can really help you see them, see those things and understand them. And that could be something as simple as, you know what, you just need this piece of gear or this piece of equipment to go with your camera. That's going to help you. Or you need to change this setting. Did you even know the setting was here? Here's an awesome software program that you can use that will actually address that issue that you're trying to address. They can help you with time hacks, give you all the technical secrets. And then this next one for me is probably a big one, the accountability piece. Sometimes you need someone to keep you on track and to keep you from getting distracted by the next shiny thing, because there's always shiny things in the photography world that's popping up and they can help keep you on track to actually finish or meet the goal that you want to meet without getting distracted. They can reel you back in. I can't tell you how many times I've sat with someone and we've had a goal and we've had a plan with the steps that we're going to take to get there. And then they watch a video or they read an article and they get kind of derailed and feel like they need to shift their focus a little bit. So we have to spend some time like, okay, let's reel it back in for a second and think about where you really want to go. Is that where we need to go next? Or do we need to finish this project that you've been trying to finish? And then the last little piece that is my favorite is the support and community that comes from mentorships. I have a little quote here that I found that I just love and it's competition may drive you, but community will build you. And there has nothing in my career that I can say has built me more than the community I have built through the photography industry and through attending workshops and events and by having photography mentors. So it's just nice to have people in your corner that want to see you succeed as a photographer and not just like your family and friends, but like people who understand photography and that work in the industry. They want to see you succeed as well. A mentor can be your hype person. You know, they're your lifelong supporter, hopefully, of your work and your business. I know anyone that I have mentored, I'm following them online. I'm cheering them on. I'm available when they have questions that pop up. I'm going to be one of their biggest fans because I feel personally invested in their success. And I know you guys feel that way too. And then the last piece of that is that mentors can introduce you to other people in the field that you can connect with. They can expand your network. They have connections and resources that, you know, that we've spent building over time that we can share with you. I mean, does that sound, I mean, if that doesn't sound like cowgirls with cameras, I don't know what does. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Kim? So I think everything you just said is so important. And both of you have given a lot of good information about mentors and how how you might utilize one or walk into that. And I do think networking is incredibly important and community building is also very important. And I think you guys covered that super well. So thank you for that. I want to talk a little bit about some things that people might, I think, have some standard questions around. So one of the questions I would think that people would have is, when do you want to start working with a mentor? Like, what are the signs that a mentor is something that you should seek out? And I will say pretty much anytime you want to expand or continue your knowledge or try something new and different that you haven't tried before, a mentor is the perfect place for you to go and explore that without the frustration. I 
think that when you try to piece some things around photography together by watching YouTube videos or reading books, it doesn't always translate as easily as it does when you have a mentor to guide you through those processes. So if you're stepping out and wanting to do something that's a little new or different, or if you're really going to start putting yourself out there as a photography business, or if you are going to really start to be interested in working in are going to workshops, or if anytime you're taking a leap forward in your photography or in your photography business, a mentor is a really good place for you to do that. I think the first thing you have to do when you're considering whether you want to work with a mentor or not, or once you've decided you want to work with a mentor after you have determined that's a direction that you want to consider, is I think you need to to sit down for a moment with yourself before you even reach out to that mentor and determine exactly what it is that you would like to learn. Now, sometimes that's a really easy definition, right? Especially if you're going to say, okay, I want to add in-person sales to my photography business. Then finding a mentor like Kara, who has a great deal of experience in that type of sales system in photography, is absolutely perfect because then you can concentrate just on it. Waking up one morning and saying, you know, I think I'd really like to improve my photography and then saying, I think I'll find a mentor is probably not the best way to go about it. It kind of sets you and the mentor up for not as big of a success. So think about a little bit deeper in that. If you say, well, I want to improve my photography, ask yourself a few more questions. What is it that you want to improve? Do you want to improve your creativity? Do you want to improve your technical skills? Do you want to improve your editing skills? Kind of what is it? And if it's multiple ones of those things, then that's great. But at least now you have a really good focus on what it is that you want to attain from this mentorship. And that's a really key aspect when you go in to work with a mentor, as well as when you choose the mentor that you want to work with. So recognizing a good mentor out into the photography community would be looking at an individual whose work you respect, whose work is in alignment with whatever goals you want to make. So someone who has been truly successful at a certain sales methodology, or someone who has been truly successful at the particular type of photography that you want to master. I don't know about the two of you, but I get routinely asked by other photographers if I would mentor them just briefly in how to work with a horse because those photographers may not have ever worked with a horse before um, or a client with a horse. So that's one aspect. They've thought about it really carefully. That's what they want to learn. And they find a photographer who is good at that. Not all photographers are good teachers, however. So you do need to look for someone who enjoys mentoring, who wants to step forward and really educate and share with you. I've worked with mentees before who have had other mentors that were not open 
I can tell you that in the three of us, we have a focus point in our Cowgirls with Cameras experiences for all of our students and all of our mentees that we're very much open doors. We don't gate knowledge, but there are people out there who don't adopt that paradigm. So know going in what you're going to be getting, what the scope of their mentorship is going to be, and recognize that there's someone you really do want to work with and it is going to help you fulfill that goal. All of that said, I also want to mention something that can be kind of perilous in the whole mentor-mentee relationship. Don't become overly attached to one mentor. There are a ton of different ways to do everything in photography. Phyllis and I are in a great example of this. In typical, we um, love the photography that we do, but we choose very opposite paths of how to get to an image. And you know what? The deep, dark secret to all of that is, is we're both right. (laughs) So there's different ways to do different things. And if you get yourself into one program, you kind of pigeonhole yourself away from being able to expand and learn new skills. And that's one of the greatest things about mentorship is that you can learn one-to-one with somebody a way to expand whatever it is that you're doing. And that's the goal. The goal of my mentorship programs would be to have you make your own decisions about what you want to utilize from me. And I would hope that you would want to work with Phyllis and Kara as well as other mentors out there. We know a lot of really good photography mentors to be able to take all of it and hone it into what you want to do. So if you're working with a mentor, always be looking for somebody else that you could learn something from. Now, as far as mindset around mentorship, I do want you to know you need to take this seriously. And honestly, most photography mentorships are priced in a way that you're going to be pretty financially committed. I mean, this is a professional photographer sharing, generally sharing one-to-one with you pretty good secrets. I mean, there's a lot of things, and I say secrets because they're things we just don't publicly offer out into the world, mostly because there's a very small audience for it. But you do need to take it very seriously. It is a commitment. And when you're working with a mentor, I really recommend that you try things their way. There's a reason why they do things that way. You're taking that mentorship to learn about them. You've obviously had an experience with them that was positive in some way. You've liked their work or appreciated their teaching style or whatever the case may be. So hold up your end of the mentor-mentee relationship by taking everything really seriously, doing your homework that you're sent out to do. Because I can tell you for myself, when I provide a mentee with homework, there's a purpose for that. I've thought that through. It's not just blind. I give it with full thought. Ask questions of your mentor and you know what? Try it their way first and then try it with your modifications and make your own judgments of how you want to adapt whatever they have taught you. Now, some things in photography are kind of solid. It's you're you're probably um, not going to find a new way to use a certain lens. However, 
there's a lot of photography that is creative and there's a lot of ability for you out there to make your own decisions. So take that for what you will. And if you find yourself resistant to something that your mentor has suggested, here's where all of that gestalt training last week comes in. Ask yourself why. What is it about that that's that's getting me to be resistance? How is that showing up? And is there any place that it feels familiar in my business or in my photography or in my life? And start to break down those resistances because that's how we get out of our own way. Well, that was a hodgepodge of stuff about mentorship. <laughs> it was the potpourri <laughs> oh. of mentorship suggestions. <laughs> All, go- yeah, all good advice. All good. Yeah. Yeah. All good. all good stuff to consider and think about. So do you guys want to just, since we're kind of on the topic, um, since Kim kind of led us into it, do you want to talk about some of the things that each of us mentors on through Cowgirls with Cameras? We could give some examples if you guys are interested. I would love that. Do you want to start? Yeah, I can go first. So for me, I focus on specifically helping photographers who want to be business minded, create client experience. I specifically work with in-person sales. So anyone who wants to move from a high volume experience to a lower volume, but high experience for their clients. So high customer experience. So I work with people on in-person sales in the horse photography market. I help people with making sales, sales language, overcoming sales objections, specifically that type of stuff. But I also work with people, I do a lot of equine equestrian portraiture. So I work with people a lot on eliciting horse and human connection and posing people with horses. I would say those are probably the main areas that I mentor other photographers in. What about you, Phyllis? Well, I cover several things as well. I can help people with social media, of course, their photography skills. The big one I'm working with on most of my mentees right now is post-production and creativity. We're doing that through Zoom and, and we share screens and I watch them work and sometimes they watch me work. So I, it works out really well. I actually better than I th- thought it would working on Zoom. Sometimes I do have people come here and work with me in my office, but uh, workflow is another one. If we uh, are able to work in person together, we can work on black backgrounds and some off-camera lighting and some posing. So yeah, a little bit of everything. Most of the time I'm, I'm doing post-production work when I'm doing Zoom. How about you, Kim? So a lot of my mentees are people who want to get into photography, but really don't have much of information or much knowledge around either basic camera usage or even what equipment to choose or how to understand equipment. So I spend a lot of time with um, hopefully inducting new photographers into our profession. I absolutely love to do that. I also work with photographers around marketing concepts and around how to position in branding and especially in the Western photography genre. And then I, of course, am a business consultant and a business gestaltist. So I have a lot of folks come to me for wanting to get out of their own way in their business for whatever that means for them. And we do a blend of mentorship and gestalt and all kinds of things that are designed to help them figure out where that obstacle is and move out of the way. 
And then the final thing, I actually do a lot of mentorships. They're usually fairly brief, but I do mentorships around Lightroom workflow and how to set that up. I do have a download that can kick you off that's available on my website at kimbearphotography.com. It's also available many times uh, throughout the year via the Cowgirls with Cameras social media. So definitely follow there. But that is a basic outline outline that I use with folks when we go through Lightroom and look at workflow there. And then I also work with people with a very niche mentorship around moving to mobile editing. So going directly to editing on an iPad. It's kind of something that I've been doing for the last few years and I have a lot of knowledge around. So that's another place that I feel like I shine. Again, a potpourri of things that you can experience with me. I think <laughs> That's my word of the day today is potpourri. <laughs> Both of you just shine in so many areas. <laughs> Yay, we did the mentorship episode. All right. Well, I hope folks have really enjoyed this and gotten something out of it. Definitely, once again, check out our events that we've got coming up. We also have information on our website on how you can mentor with one or all of us, depending upon what your personal photography goals are. We do have our CWC photo challenge we need to talk about. So we were thinking that since it's springtime and we're having all the spring weather, that a fun challenge would be spring. So use hashtag CWC photo challenge and share your spring photos with us. It could be flowers and horses. It could be springtime weather, whatever you guys have in your world that you want to share, we want to hear about. So thank you guys so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do, don't forget to rate and review. We really appreciate that. It means the world to us. And go over and check us out online and join our community at Cowgirls with Cameras on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cowgirls with Cameras. Don't let the laughter and learning stop here. Join our community on social media and be sure to visit our website for more opportunities to fulfill your photography goals. Head to cowgirlswithcameras.com. That's cowgirlswithcameras.com. See you next time.